Wretched Radio begins in three, two, one. Now, I am not reintroducing the idea of purgatory. But on the other hand, I do believe the baby was thrown out with the bathwater. With that came a belief. When you die, you're instantaneously and magically made perfect. The soul of someone who dies immediately goes into eternity. There is no place where you make up for your sins. There is no purgatory. In the twinkling of an eye, we shall be changed. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. Spanning the globe. Because we have the internet. And email. And you send oodles of stories from every place on the planet that are of interest to Christians. We don't really know what to do with them. Because they don't go together. So... We play some non-copyrighted music. (laughs) Slap a name on it. And occasionally a Bible verse. Why in law you have Christian radio. This is Wretched Radio. To Ukraine, we must go. Because our brothers and sisters are getting shellacked there. If there's any way to give thanks for what Russia is doing, they have not been going after citizens much. A couple hundred souls have perished, courtesy of Vladimir Putin. But it is the church that is under assault as much as the nation. Did you know that Vladimir's list of demands and requests includes the obliteration of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church? Who does he want replacing it? Because somebody's going to fill in that hole. The Russian Orthodox Church. And you're thinking, well, why? Is there much of a difference? Well, there's there's two differences, mainly. Some will be some theological distinctions, but that's not a massive deal. The big issue is control. It is hard for us to imagine in the West how much authority and power and manipulation and control a church can have on an entire nation. And in Eastern Europe, they do. It's all Orthodox. It's Romanian Orthodox, Ukrainian, Russian, etc. Theologically, give or take the same, but their exertion of control is what they cling to. Do you remember the story? Trevin Wax. Wonder what he's up to these days. Trevin Wax He's Southern Baptist fellow was in Romania and he was there as a missionary and he's walking down the street. It was either his fiance or his wife at the time when suddenly a car just came and almost hit them like they were in some sort of James Bond movie. The car stopped, rolled down its window and the fellow said, wouldn't it be a shame? Because in Romania, they have a Russian accent. Wouldn't it be a shame? If the Baptist minister and his wife were killed by a car, rolled up the window, drove away. It was the local Romanian Orthodox priest. Hey, wasn't that a nice way to say welcome to Romania? It is about control and power. And Vladimir Putin wants the Russian Orthodox Church to control Ukraine by replacing <laughs> One bad church for another. Speaking of church in Ukraine, can't help but imagine how successful a church would be in Ukraine if we imported, I guess we'd be exporting, they'd be importing, the American model of church. Hey, 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 hey! 
Ho, 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 ho! Come on! Who loves Van Halen as much as I do? We take that model and we bring it to Kiev. Not Kiev, Kiev. And by the way, just so you can impress your friends, it isn't the Ukraine any more than you live in the America or the Canada. It's just Ukraine. Who started that definite article problem for Ukraine? What would happen if we took the silly centers that exist here that, in my estimation, I'm telling you, I don't think that their existence is going to be long in this society as the government tries to force Christians to do things a certain way or they try to clamp down on Christians or increasingly in our society where Christianity ain't so acceptable anymore. In fact, it's looked at rather negatively. Do you think people are going to keep going to, to see, oh, man, cool. This week, they're going to be playing Star Wars clips. I got to go to that because I can't see Star Wars no place. I didn't know that the church was so relevant and cool. And that has been the modus operandi of the American church for decades. Don't be separate from the world. Be just like the world. Show them that we are just like them. Hello, what Bible verse is that exactly? Last time I checked, we're supposed to be a holy people, set apart, a royal priesthood. Yeah, we drive cars, we have homes, we wear clothes that are similar, but there should be something different about us. The last thing the world should think about us is they're exactly like us. Another round of shots. There should be something about us that is distinctive. And yet, these days, inside of American evangelicalism, the goal is not to be distinctive, but to be the same. Haven't we seen the fruit of this? How's that working out for us? Hmm? Uh, uh, how, how are we doing being salt and light with our ripped skinny jeans on? How are we doing with our rock and roll show on Sunday morning? How are we doing with beaming in a pastor from another location in hologram form? It's very virtual. We'll be very meta. How's that meta church working out? Are people getting saved through that? Is the church being strengthened? Is the culture being infected? That would be a no, no, and a no. What would happen if we took our model and exported it to Ukraine? Do you think people would run to go see the Sunday morning show for, that it features their favorite Ukrainian pop bands from the 80s? Maybe a little Madonna morning. That's it. We're going to have a Madonna morning in Kiev. Everybody get, it's going to be Madonna. We're going to play Madonna because that's relevant and cool and hip. And that's what we do here. We play dated music in an effort to be relevant. They could do it in Kiev. How many people would show up? How many people would leave the basement or their bunkers to go to a silly center to watch Pastor Whizbang put on a show with his untucked shirt? It seems to me uh, that if the American model can't work in a place like Ukraine right now, maybe, I don't know, maybe it shouldn't be working here. Be praying for the Tomorrow Clubs. Also, if you would be so kind, be praying for the Masters Academy International. They happen to have a seminary, mini seminary, we call them, in Ukraine. 
Do you think that maybe they're dealing with some difficulties? We need to be praying for our brothers and sisters overseas. If this doesn't spur you to do that, I'm not sure what will. Right now, good brothers and sisters are terrified. Their ministries are being shut down. Their churches are boarded up. The saints aren't, they're scared to gather, and who could blame them for that? You could literally die. Not just be stuck in traffic. You could die. So be praying for the Masters Academy International. And and please keep supporting the Masters Academy International. Please keep doing that. If you haven't adopted a seminary, you can direct your gifts to Ukraine or to Italy or to the Philippines. There are 17 different locations. They train ministers to rightly divide the work. The word they are being taught by master seminary grads. It's brilliant. It's a legacy ministry that will have a generational impact. And right now they're being hindered just a little bit in Ukraine. You can learn more about the Masters Academy at wretched.org slash pastor, wretched.org slash pastor. Headline from uh, Mike, Mike Christie, Mike Christie. I'm on my way to Costco. I'll be honest with you. I've got to get the 2.25s because these are just not doing the job anymore. MikeChristianDaily.com. Ukraine Christians in grave danger of losing their freedom. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Putin, sir. Thank you. (laughs) This one's a knee slapper right here. Headline. President Biden vows to hurt Putin's long-term ambitions with new sanctions, saying. (laughs) How's my acting, Jimmy? Pretty good? Am I in point today? No, no, not at all. (laughs) I'm laughing like that cartoon dog. Remember? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get the treats. Who was that? Snidely the dog or something. (laughs) President Biden saying, freedom will prevail. Well, ain't that funny that he would say that. In the contest between democracy and autocracy, (laughs) between sovereignty and subjugation, make no mistake, freedom will prevail. We stand up for freedom. This is who we are. Well, used to be. Not so much anymore. And finally, from Ukraine, there was a leaflet distributed that tells Jewish people to register in East Ukraine. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, we have seen this play run before, and it doesn't end well for Jewish people who have a tendency to be the scapegoats for a nation that is trying to manipulate and conquer a people group. They were leaving a synagogue. They were handed a flyer that said, you need to register with the pro-Russian militants. Otherwise, you would be fined and your stuff could be taken away. We need to be praying for the church and all of Eastern Europe right now. This is Wretched Radio. Good afternoon, Mr. Friel, writes Joshua. As I listen to the Wretched Podcast, I've often heard you recommend donating $28 to preborn.org. Indeed, you're correct, Joshua, which will provide an ultrasound for the mother. You go on to say, 80% of the time, the mother then chooses to spare her child's life, which is incredible. Indeed, it is. Joshua writes, I would encourage my fellow wretches who give to Preborn to actually give $35 
if they have the means because statistically speaking with $35 donated they will save the life of a child thank you my accountant friend Joshua <laughs> he's right 35 bucks you will save a baby's life whatever the amount is that you can give for ultrasounds would you please consider doing that and giving to preborn you can visit preborn.org and save a life for $35 preborn.org what tends to come to mind when you think of heaven? Do you picture pillows of clouds, fat baby angels, the strumming of eternal harps? Don't feel bad if those are thoughts that you've had over the years, because honestly, the world and the media has portrayed heaven to be just that, cartoonish. But trust me, you're in for much more than that. God has etched eternity onto our hearts because as Christians, we long for heaven. It's our home. Earth is temporary. We know heaven will be our permanent home and our permanent location. And that's why our minds tend to wonder what it will be like. And Randy Alcorn, he's compiled 50 inspiring and thought-provoking devotions that will keep our minds focused on the things above. He covers common questions that many of us tend to have about eating, relationships, pets, working, among other possibilities of what heaven will be like. So do yourself a favor, avail yourself to Randy Alcorn's 50 Days of Heaven. It's available now in the Wretched Store at wretched.org. And now, a word from Dr. John MacArthur. I believe that in this generation of developing churches and pragmatic churches and seeker-friendly churches, young guys that are coming into the ministry, and even older guys now, need to reaffirm their commitment to the authority and power of Scripture. Amen to that. How many American churches that were once Bible-based have gotten all squishy, pragmatic, and seeker-sensitive? Too many. The Masters Academy International seeks to stop that overseas. 17 countries, John MacArthur, Masters Seminary graduates, teach local indigenous pastors how to rightly preach the word for a very small investment. You can make a massive impact in supporting the training of an indigenous pastor. You can learn more at wretched.org slash pastor. Know your reformers. Martin Luther was a German monk and professor who was plagued with doubt about his salvation. When he finally read the Bible for himself, he rediscovered the doctrine of justification by grace through faith. His bold witness for biblical truth was the spark that ignited the Protestant Reformation. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Beautiful, but oof, confused. This is Wretched Radio. As we span the globe, let's go to Swissland. I think that's I think that's the correct name of the nation. Swissland, it is a gorgeous part of the world. If you've never been there, try to get all kinds of Reformation history there. Zurich, Geneva, both cities have lots of things that are of interest to Christians as we Love to learn about our Christian heritage. Incidentally, if you haven't been teaching your kids about that, you might want to include it. In fact, it might be a really nifty devotional that you could do together to study all of these heroic men and women that died for the faith. And the reason that I suggest that is because if you don't, there it's not a massive trend, but just... It's, it's more dangerous than, I don't know, COVID. 
It, it actually is something that is probably affects more a higher percentage of people in evangelical circles because kids don't learn about their Protestant, Protestant heritage and they go looking for one. And they tend to find it in Roman Catholicism or the Eastern Orthodox Church to stave that off. Show them they have a heritage. You have a history. You are connected to something. No, it doesn't go through one institution. It goes through all of the people who are the actual church, not a denomination or a movement. The church of God, the true church that Jesus is building is scattered all over the globe And they come from lots of different backgrounds, all kinds of different skin shades, all brought together in Christ. That's the church. That's your history. Now, let's go study that. And you could do that by studying the Protestant reformers. I think, incidentally, at wretched.org, if you would like to see an emaciated me, Todd, what's the difference from what you are now? I'm telling you an emaciated me. We have, it's, it's available for, you can view it for free at wretched.org. It's on the shoulders of giants. It's the DVD that we did years ago when we went traveling to different reformation sites in Europe. And I was the great shrinking man because, well, we didn't eat or sleep much. And you can just watch me whittling away. As we travel from country to country, you might want to take that trip, whether actually, which I don't even know if you can these days. Can we travel to other countries these days? I guess maybe you can. Some countries still keeping you out. I don't I I don't keep up on all of the whimsical rules that we have these days, but you can go there just by studying it. Go to wretched.org, watch the on the shoulders of giants, just get some books. There's tons of them. Lawson, Steve Lawson has lots of Reformation stuff, even written books on this subject. You might want to encourage your kids by studying the Protestant reformers. If you don't, don't be shocked if they become Eastern Orthodox. And speaking of the Eastern Orthodox Church, again, I know we're supposed to be in Switzerland right now, but the Eastern Orthodox Church is flexing its muscle. The Russian version is... And our brothers and sisters are feeling the pinch, and they're going to feel the pinch as the nation loses religious freedom and Russian orthodoxy would be imposed on the people. But there's another concerning thing that is happening, not to our Christian brothers and sisters, but to Jewish people. I mentioned there's a leaflet that's telling Jews to register in East Ukraine. Now, see if this doesn't kind of ring a bell. Please note, I'm not saying that at the moment it is exactly the same i think that's a mistake we made when we make when we throw down the na blank hiffle snip and scene zi why didn't you just say the word todd because it can be caught on the social media and the video will be shut down and will be tossed out <laughs> because we use that word i'm not kidding we just got out of jail Just last January something, we were let out of jail. For using the word, we weren't endorsing it, certainly. But I do think that we need to be careful how we use that N-word because we're a little quick to see things that are happening here, things that are happening in Canada for certain and go, hey, that's that country from World War II. And the guy with the mustache, well, 
it it could be a shading of that, but it's not that not yet. If it ever does, well, then you can just use that label any old time that you want to. But until it is, I think if we use it too quickly, first of all, I, I just don't think we're assessing the situation fairly at this moment. Second of all, I do believe that it does tend to minimize the suffering that Jewish people went through in World War II. To say that this is like that, oof, oof. If I were Jewish, I'd be thinking, no. No, it's not. Could it become that? Well, of course it could. Totalitarian regimes have not exited the world stage. They are going to try to continue to exert authority because that's what unregenerate men do in order to build for themselves an eternal legacy, so they think. We're going to keep seeing them. Let's assess them. Let's We can see, well, they're, 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 that behavior is similar to that behavior, but let's be careful that we don't say this is that. The leaflet passed out to people when they were leaving their synagogue in Ukraine says that Jews should provide ID and passport to register your Jewish religion, religious documents of family members, as well as documents establishing the rights to all real estate property that belongs to you, including vehicles. Wow. Have we seen similar actions like that before? Yes. Yes, we have. And it doesn't end well. Consequences for noncompliance will result result in citizenship being revoked, and you will be forced outside the country with a confiscation of property. Oh, by the way, when you register, it's 50 bucks. That is what is going on right now in Ukraine. But we're not talking about that nation. We're in Switzerland, if you recall. Just when you (laughs) thought... This would make all of the great Swiss reformers. You've got yourself Ulrich Zwingli, John Calvin, and there's other ones that I haven't studied very much. That would be rolling their eyes. and Maybe they're just rolling in their graves right now. There's a Swiss region that's going to vote on giving primates fundamental rights. Now, this may have passed by the time you hear this. This will mark the first time worldwide that people can vote on fundamental rights for non-human animals. Anybody see the irony in that? That we are going to give animals human rights. This is another attempt to downgrade men, human beings, to the level of animals so that we are not seen as better than. Can't have that these days. But doesn't this illustrate we are? We're voting for their rights. (laughs) It would... It would seem to me it would be pretty obvious to recognize they don't have any elections in the primate world. The the animals of Switzerland, the the Swiss goats, they don't get together to elect anybody to be the head goat. They don't elect anybody to do anything because they have no concept of elections. We do. See, we're we're different than the animals. I know that seems obvious to you, but apparently it's not obvious to anybody. This is a devolving, a descent of man to blur any image of God. This isn't really about giving primates rights. This is about diminishing the reflection of human beings that are image bearers of the living God. You, you, we want to erase that. We want to smudge that reflection. We don't want you to see God 
and what he is like when you observe what human beings are like. Make no mistake, we're not God, but we do possess some of his communicated attributes in a limited way. And we are here to glorify him. Nope. You're just like a monkey. Unbelievable. From the article, the vote would give certain rights to primates, which would have to be litigated as to what those are. Uh, In 2017 in Argentina, I think I remember this, a court granted a female chimpanzee the right not to be imprisoned without trial under habeas corpus. It was habeas corpus. Jimmy, would you Google that corpus? I hear the word body, but I don't know what a habeas is. What what is that? Does it have anything to do with human beings? Because that would be doubly ironic. It was the first chimpanzee in the world to benefit from this right. Is it going to be the last? Not a chance. Jimmy, what's the habeas corpus? You are not a teenager. (laughs) I'm working on it. How long does it take to type it in, man? (laughs) I could have yelled down the hall to one of the whippersnappers, and they would have texted it to me before you get in habeas corpus. What is it? You put me on the spot. It's uh, the writ of habeas corpus is a requirement that an arrested person be brought before a judge or court. Yeah, but what does the word mean? Uh, Something body. A habeas body. Whilst Jimmy is all thumbing his computer to find out habeas corpus, let's also teach our children not only about our Protestant Reformation heritage, but that they're not monkeys. Because <laughs> they're getting that message all the time in government schools and probably even in a lot of Christian schools these days. Newsflash, we're not monkeys. All right, you find it? No, not yet. See? I'm sorry. Now you have a reason. <laughs> to tune in again Freel just the opposite this is Wretched Radio this is Wretched Radio and I'm Jimmy Hicks and we start today with likely the most absurd thing you're going to hear this week the founder of the Ida Bay Wells Foundation Nicole Hannah Walker who is a journalist for the New York Times sent out a tweet recently that will make your head hurt just trying to understand it it was a pretty long tweet but the gist of it was to say that Europe is not a continent but a concept created by white men. And maps? Well, they're just racist because they make white nations seem larger than non-white nations. Just another sad example of the woke mob failing at their effort to make absolutely everything about race. I mean, what's the next thing that's going to be racist? Bubblegum? Teddy bears? Sidewalks? Who knows? Multiple Christian aid groups have launched relief efforts to send emergency supplies to Ukraine amid the current invasion by Russia. The Slavic Gospel Association, Samaritan's Purse, and World Vision are just a few of the many organizations doing what they can at the moment. As of last report, nearly 500,000 people have fled Ukraine, including millions more who have had to leave their homes. Pastors all over the world, including those in Ukraine, are calling on all Christians to pray, not only for Ukrainians, but Russians as well. And we should also be praying for Vladimir Putin. As hard as it seems to do at the moment, we know the only way to change a hard heart is through the gospel of Jesus Christ. So pray that he will somehow, some way, be confronted with the gospel. 
Suspected Islamic State West Africa province terrorists killed Christians in an attack in Nigeria on Friday. In addition to killing the Christians, they also burned a church to the ground. Nigeria led the world in Christians killed for their faith last year, and they trailed only China in the number of churches attacked. And as we remind you seemingly daily here at Wretched, please make sure that you are praying for all of our persecuted brothers and sisters abroad. Well, a woman in Maryland pretending to be a pastor has called baby murder holy, and she said that she has never felt more known and loved by God than when she enters the doors of Planned Parenthood. And two of those times were to murder her own babies. To consider yourself, even as wrong as you are, but to consider yourself a representative of God and advocate for murdering unborn babies is evil and despicable. A judge in Montana has ruled in favor of a Montana nurse and midwife who challenged a state law prohibiting them from performing baby murder. So not only do we have people all over this country fighting for laws to be able to murder their own babies, but now we have people falling all over themselves to be able to perform the murder. But why limit the law? Why not just let anybody do it? As a matter of fact, why do we have any laws about anything ever? Let's just let anarchy rule. That sounds like a good idea. More Wretched Radio straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Books of the Bible Zechariah was a prophet who preached God's judgment, repentance, and the promise of salvation to the Jews returning from exile. He relays a series of apocalyptic visions focusing on the coming of Christ, the final salvation of God's people, and the final judgment upon sinners. Remember that Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of prophecy. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Show me the body. This is Wretched Radio. In case you suffer from Jimmy Hicks thumbitis, that because there's different forms of thumbitis, this one happens to be the Jimmy Hicks version. I don't know if you're aware of that, Jimmy, but yeah. this is named precisely after you. It's 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 the worst kind. A, a lot of adults have this very debilitating disease where you just can't type in things very fast. Wow, haven't we all experienced that? <laughs> I love I love it when you'll see somebody maybe 50s, 60s, 70s they use their pointer finger for their phone. Like they're, like they're just, they're, they're trying to zero it, like they're throwing a dart at the phone. <laughs> I'm not Blick. 50, but my kids laugh at me for that. You've got all thumbitis. <laughs> but congratulations, it's named after you. Okay. You couldn't find habeas corpus. No, I couldn't. I did. Okay. It's Latin. It means show me the body. Mm. So I don't know what habeas is but corpus you hear that the concept basically is that you have got to prove that a person is being detained lawfully if you can't then they get released that would be your habeas corpus you're welcome please be praying for jimmy's thumbs let's go to illinois i've actually got some good news for you and please note i don't think this is a standalone story i am seeing Many of these court rulings that are encouraging for Christians, yes, there is plenty to discourage us these days, but as best I can tell, as bad actors, bad government officials try to remove the rights of citizens, free speech, free, free press, freedom of religion, there are lots of reasons we're going, uh, don't like this trend. 
This direction is not very good for us. I don't think this slippery slope is sliding in the right direction. It seems that the courts aren't agreeing. As a rule, the courts aren't agreeing with this effort to remove rights. Now, I know that could change, and it probably will. But in the meantime, in Illinois, in Illinois a nurse who was fired for refusing to refu- refer abortions was just compensated $370,000. That's positive, isn't it? Can't we go? Okay, good, 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 good. That was, that was a victory right there. Winnebago County. Hmm. Not familiar with that. Sandra. Hey, Jimmy, would you type in? Uh, forget oh, about God. it. Winnebago <laughs> County for Sandra Rojas out of a job because she declined to refer women for abortions or provide abortifacient contraceptives. They lost. She won. We're encouraged by that. Aren't we? Another court ruling in the U.S. of A., is going to be a big one. Now, this is a lot of these are already happening, but this is this is the money ruling. The Supreme Court is to take up the case over free speech versus LGBTQ rights. There's got there's got to, there's 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 only a few options. If you're Vegas, maybe you could put odds on which horse is going to win in the freedom race. It will either be, when it comes to Christianity, the people that believe that God has ordained there are two genders. It's a man and a woman in marriage for a lifetime covenantal commitment. Or either that will return to that. (laughs) Probably not. Or we will not be allowed to speak what we believe or preach what we believe based on biblical texts that are crystal clear on the subject of gender, sexuality, and marriage, or there's going to have to be some sort of dance that allows everybody to coexist. It seems that both, both parties probably won't be fully happy, but it seems that there's, there's, we're, we, we've been watching this for years, ever since Obergefell. We've been watching this because we have to figure out how, the, how do rights work with LGBTQ rights. We'll be finding out potentially very soon. Colorado-based web designer Lori Smith says her religious beliefs would not allow her to create a custom wedding website for same-sex couples. It's going to court this fall. Be watching this one. The court will decide whether applying a public accommodation law to compel an artist to speak or to stay silent violates violates the free speech clause of the First Amendment. I'm not a big fan about this argumentation that it's that it's about freedom of speech. I want it to be about freedom of religion, because these you, you know what you can thank for this this ridiculous expansion of freedom of speech. You can thank ah uh, what was uh, the Jerry Falwell versus. Jimmy, do you recall who was that bad dude who was the scoundrel from Hustler magazine? Oh, um, yeah, Larry, Larry Flint. Like, that's it. Yeah, it, that what he was producing—that's freedom of speech. Okay, all right. I didn't. I didn't know that that type of photograph was freedom of speech. And because of that, do you remember? I think it was in Texas. This <clears throat> will be generous and call him a man was at a public swimming pool and he was taking pictures of little girls underwater 
And his argument was freedom of speech, freedom of speech. I, I have the right to express my thinking or my thoughts or my art because of freedom of speech. I, I don't like it because I don't like where that goes. And I don't like that it doesn't nail the issue of religious freedom. It, it's similar. I'm not endorsing this either way, but it's just it's similar to when we have arguments in courts that say this city council should be allowed to pray because, well, that's just our American heritage. Um, that's not the most compelling reason. It should be religious liberty. It should be speech liberty. But in these instances, this is definitely about religion. So the court's going to take a look at it and decide whether applying a public accommodation law to compel an artist to speak or stay silent violates the free speech clause of the First Amendment. I'd like it to be about religion, but that's just me. Be following that one. So we are either going to be compelled or they are not going to allow us to be compelled or it's going to be some sort of hybrid. Be watching for for that one. Hmm. I wonder how John Roberts will go this time. I think we know the answer to that. Don't we? To Finland we go as long as we're talking about court cases. This is a story I think we started talking about months ago, but it's coming closer to trial date. And this particular headline and this particular story caught my attention because of the potential effects of a case in Finland. Here's the headline. How a trial in Finland could have worldwide effects on government persecution of religion. Zoinks, Scoob. The trial of two Finnish Christians for publicly stating mainstream religious teachings that reserve sex only for heterosexual marriage is heading towards a judgment scheduled coming up at the end of March. The case could end up hitting Finland's Supreme Court and even the court, the European Court of Human Rights, which means its outcome could affect the rights of religious believers and political dissidents across the world. As Finland goes, all of Europe might go. England probably would follow, even though they're out of the EU. But this could indeed have implications. The, the, the story, it's just, it's bonkers. This, this, this government official had written something a dozen years ago about a man and a woman being God's definition for what constitutes a marriage. Well, they dug it up. And of course, these days now, that's an unspeakable crime and so she's being she's she's being really intimidated and threatened and could potentially go to jail for it zoinks scoob the case could very well end up in finland supreme court where if they lose they could appeal to the european court of human rights in strasbourg That means their case could affect how all Europe treats Christian doctrines and free speech more broadly. And then, of course, that will make its way to a town near you. And as long as we are in America, Americans increasingly ditching religious marriages for secular interfaith relationships. Well, ain't that not a surprise? Of course we are. doesn't matter. Being unequally yoked? Are you kidding? Who cares? When you've got a lot of evangelicals who don't think that Jesus is the only way, hello, I think it's like 30%. I'm doing that from memory. About 30% of evangelicals don't think you have to believe in Jesus to get to heaven. Cool. 
Ain't that interesting? 81% of couples who got married before 1972 wed someone of the same faith. Today, 52%. Zoinks. Over the same period, secular marriages grew from 3 to 16% of all marriages. I want people to get married, even if they don't understand it rightly as it being a picture of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the relationship between Jesus and his bride, the church, because it is societal glue. It offers stability. Where you don't have marriage, you've got yourself chaos. You've got oppression of women. You can still have it with marriage. That's why it needs to be a godly marriage. Marriage is good for a culture. And Christians are mandated to marry somebody of the same faith and not be unequally yoked, because if we don't, it besmirches the gospel. This is Wretched Radio. Let's go to Eastern Europe for yet another great story coming out of the Tomorrow Clubs. Andrea was left by her mother when she was three months old. The Tomorrow Club director decided to pray for this girl and she repented. She used to be a sad looking kid. Now seems like that smile never comes off her face. So many kids are abandoned by parents who need to go to other countries to make a living. They donate their organs. They leave the kids. They are lost physically and spiritually and the Tomorrow Clubs finds them. They teach them the gospel. They help them to memorize Bible verses. They even will help them with their family lives. It's a magnificent ministry. Story after story coming out of Eastern Europe. $30 a month, 30 disciples. Tomorrow Clubs is the ministry. Would you please consider supporting a club of your own? Tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. I want to share with you voicemails we receive nearly daily here at Wretched. I can't believe how many times a day I catch myself saying, Todd Creel on Wretched Radio says, I have been transformed by your program. We are grateful to hear the testimonies of our listeners and our viewers, and we want you to also hear the lives that are being impacted by you, our gospel partners. These testimonies aren't about Todd. They're not about Wretched Radio or TV. We wouldn't be able to do the things that we do at Wretched without the support of our gospel partners. So would you prayerfully consider becoming a gospel partner today if you aren't already? Help us to reach the lost all over the world with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ because ultimately the glory is all His. It's not Wretched's. It's not even yours. But it is your efforts that help make our efforts possible. And all of those efforts are to the praise and glory of God alone. Get complete details right now at Wretched.org slash donate. So there you are on your Googler machine trying to find a restaurant. What do you look for? Ratings and reviews. If it gets lots of stars, positive reviews, chances are pretty good you're going to go there. Question, would you be inclined to go to a restaurant that had a 98% approval rating and rave reviews? I suspect you would. MediShare, Affordable Biblical Health Sharing, has a 98% approval rating. 400,000 members strong, sharing one another's health care bills, saving billions of dollars over the years, saving families on average $500 a month. And 98% of the members of MediShare give it a hearty thumbs up. I encourage you to call them and see if MediShare is right for you and your family. 1-844-34-BIBLE. 1-844-34-BIBLE for MediShare. 
God has given the church many gifts for the building up of the body. One gift is giving. All Christians are commanded to give, but God has given some an extra measure of generosity so that they can give generously, knowing that God will provide for them as they work to provide for the needs of the church. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Watch this come full circle. This is Wretched Radio. Jimmy, if you would be so kind, give or take about five minutes before the end of the segment, would you kindly interrupt me, no matter what I'm saying, and encourage me to share this particular article, which should convict us all and bring us full circle from where we started. In the meantime... Let's travel around the globe. This one might surprise you. Okay, the story won't, but the commentary might. In Australia, that would be ground zero for Hillsong Church. This is a phenomenon that has really impacted Christianity. It is the fastest growing sect. It is a prosperity movement. It is a movement that uses music as its driving force to bring people in to their organization and to keep them there because Christianity becomes very experiential, very emotions-driven, and the music contributes to them, their feelings. They have got branches. I remember, okay, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, when we were traveling around Europe with Living Waters to do Way of the Master, specifically a Protestant Reformation tour, we were in London and we were walking around talking to people. We ran into a Hare Krishna parade. That was fun and creepy, but it was interesting to watch it happen. And it was the chanting. It was like I was in Ephesus. They all they were just droning out a, a repetitive mantra. Do you remember that in Ephesus? I might be making more of this than I should. But hey, isn't that what preachers do these days anyway? When they were angry at Paul because he was compromising their financial stability because people were starting to abandon Artemis, Diana worship, the temple, their trinket sales. Hey, We got to do something about this. So they stirred up the city. And what did people do? For two hours, they chanted, great is Diana. Great is Artemis over and over and over again. Why? Because repetition puts you into a bit of a mindless state. It was fascinating. There's a detail that's fascinating, too, in the book of Acts. It's not 17, but it's in that neighborhood. Maybe it is 17. Anyway, in the book of Acts, it describes that these people are just chanting mindlessly and didn't even know why they were doing it. Hey, that sounds like a Hillsong service. And they are going to be even more famous because a new documentary is going to be presented on Discovery Plus. At the end of March, Hillsong, a megachurch exposed, is going to do what? Now, this 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 is where it might surprise you because... It will explore the high-profile, star-studded churches' alleged exploitation, abuse, and cover-ups. Okay, um, I'm sure that'll be interesting. I saw the trailer for this, and while I, I would be, I would say the people who shared their stories of how they were treated at Hillsong, a movement I by no means endorse. 
it's still accusations that are gathered together in a documentary form to besmirch the movement. I don't think that's the way to besmirch. I think it is by studying the theology and the teaching. And as far as abuses in the church or control or manipulation in the church or just bad behavior in the church, that needs to be taken care of in a court. That needs to be dealt with where there can be some sort of arbiter to hear both sides of the story. Why do I share this? Why would I even sound like I might possibly be defending Hillsong? I'm not. But we need to be careful that we don't use people's stories. We'll call them anecdotes because we don't know if they're true or false. And there's always another side of the story. It, it, it can cause somebody to be tainted. Now, I have to confess I'm not all that concerned about Hillsong being tainted, but I am concerned that if this type of narrative continues, this could be done on your church. They can go find two disgruntled members and you got yourself a news story on your local Fox station that talks about this terrible church and how these people were treated and you'll be besmirched. It's just not the way we should be assessing these organizations. Now, if we hear about a scandal, something something bad that happened in a place, we need to say, uh-oh, that's a bummer because either it actually happened or the person is lying. Either way, you've got sin involved, but we don't render a verdict until it's adjudicated. We need to let there be some sort of investigation that takes place before we go, all right, it's definitive. Those people are terrible in that church. What definitely makes Hillsong a bad and dangerous movement? I don't know how they're treating people. I hope it's well, but it's their bad theology and their bad teaching. We will see when the documentary comes out. Jimmy! You've got 30 seconds left. Oh, do I? Yes. Oh, that's not why I was barking at you. Oh, okay, okay. Now, did that sound like I was defending Hillsong in any way, shape, or form? No, 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 no. Okay, good. I, I just I, I just I've seen documentaries like this before. And it's like, yeah, they're like really salacious. Mm. Oh, this guy, they're 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 going to be interviewing the woman that had an affair with Carl Lentz. OK, um, I, I think it's terrible if that's what happened. I just I just don't know. And that would be a rogue pastor. But that doesn't mean that the entire movement is tainted. Now, we want to perhaps maintain that ground otherwise we will lose that territory okay stop talking do it documentary on us <laughs> all right this is the story that i think should convict all of us right here all right no, that's not the one right there what happened where uh where'd you put the star <laughs> here oh here it is right here i got you i got you right here a headline that really agitates me because hmm the emphasis on black and white doesn't make me happy, but let's cover this story, and, and we're going to go full circle here, Jimmy. Black Americans are more certain than any other racial group that they're going to heaven. This was an evangelism explosion study of Americans' openness of talking about faith conducted by Lifeway Research in December of 2021. That's, that's what got my attention. All right, if this is about evangelism, I'm interested. Only 37% of Americans are sure they will be with God in heaven, while 23% hope they get to heaven. 17% said no one can really know if they're going to heaven. What does this tell me? This tells me that people would like to know that there is an afterlife that is secure and safe. 
People know that eternity exists. It's written on our hearts. And they, therefore, according to Bob, the author of Hebrews, have a terror of death. And they don't know, and they're uncertain. And here we are putting on these extravagant productions with themes and marketing materials that stay in the the tone of the presentation and the colors on the stage match the posters that they printed and the emails that they sent out to do what amuse the masses i don't think people want it anymore i think we're living in a time where the good news is about when life gets rocky god uses that to turn their attention to himself the study showed that while a majority of Americans were open to talking with a friend or stranger about God, hello, let me read that again. The study showed that a majority of Americans were open to talking with a friend or stranger about God. Have you been afraid to witness and and to really speak truth? Maybe you've invited them to a silly center and they didn't hear anything resembling the truth. And they walked out going, really, this is it? This is, this is what Christianity is about? Van Halen knockoffs? Really? They want answers. And we should be providing them for our people and for visitors in churches. And we shouldn't be afraid to witness to people. Nevertheless, even though a majority of Americans said we're open, six out of ten say that many of their friends who claim to be Christians rarely talk about their faith. I'd like to say shame, 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 but Scott McConnell from Lifeway Research said it isn't really about religious liberty, people not wanting to hear or religion being off limits. The reason conversations are not happening about the Christian faith is that Christians are not bringing it up. That is a tragedy that should convict us and encourage us. We can't be afraid to share our faith anymore. We, we, we need to let our neighbors know, here's, here's why perhaps you've noticed we're different. This is what Jesus has done for us. The world should notice that we're not the same. We do act differently. We do treat one another better. We don't cancel. That should be the some of the hallmarks, that we walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which we were called the unity of the body, showing them we're a peculiar people so that they ask about the hope that lies within us. And we actually tell them, and sometimes that means bringing it up. Don't wait. Don't, don't, don't delay because you think, oh, they won't talk to me. There's a chance they won't. The majority of Americans would like to hear, and the majority of evangelicals aren't speaking so that they can know that there is an afterlife that was bought by Jesus Christ. And if they'll repent and put their trust in him, they can know that they are going to heaven. Don't rely on silly centers and the church to do evangelism. That's our job. And until tomorrow, go serve your king.